What's going hey. on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds. How's everyone doing, man? It's it's been a week. Ha! It's, it's been a been while, right? It's hiatus. <laughs> These summer breaks that Disney has enforced on us by not releasing brand new Star Wars content repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly. Yeah. And we have to I, dig I, I into the archive to find stuff to talk about. We do, but yeah. I mean, it looks like what they're setting up, man. They got a big fall setting up for us, so yeah, a lot of interesting yeah. things. It's a busy now, Take a break, and some 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 of us actually go to Disney to take a break. You know, so. <laughs> we'll be back there again um, in less than two months. Wow, again, less than two months. Oh wow, Love it, two Disney months. life. Power yeah, user over here. Adam ones here, but uh, before we even get into that stuff, when we get going, because we do have some news updates as well, let's let our guy DP let us uh, let you guys know where to find us at if you're new. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people, make sure that you are going to that website where you will fit all your favorite platforms um, and all your favorite social media links at Nerdcyclopedia. We are on Facebook, Twitter, also on Instagram. Um, make sure that you get on our Facebook group. Carbonite Bounty BS, a Star Wars group right on Facebook. We get all your memes. Thomas Hastings in the house is always keeping us representing. Chuck Johns, thank you, thank you. All right, make sure that you also are subscribing to us on YouTube. If you're watching us right here on YouTube, make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button, hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. We are on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, make sure that you are subscribing and sharing because we are there. Also, um, hit us up, nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know what you think about us. Good stuff, good stuff. And, yeah, we do appreciate everybody. I know it's been been a few weeks, as, as we said, Star Wars and Disney has given us a break. Um, it looks like they took a short break in production um, kind of tighten up the trailers and whatnot for yeah this past weekend uh, it looks like tomorrow when the uh, official opening of San Diego Comic-Con starts a lot of big news uh, obviously the official Soka trailer I think some stuff's leaked online if you guys have seen it I don't know if you have but it's pretty pretty cool trailer for Ahsoka tomorrow um, obviously outside of our typical Star Wars stuff as we talk about on our nerd psycho or nerd comic psycho flick show um, Black Panther is tomorrow so that's a big one as well. About yeah, Black Panther yeah, 2. We haven't seen footage of that yet. So. Yep, so that'll leak tomorrow at the Comic-Con. But, I mean, as, as we said uh, on our end, I mean, everybody who listeners, watchers, I'd have your phones. If you do have the Marvel YouTube, Star Wars YouTube channels, I'd have them notifications on tomorrow because there's going to be a lot, a lot of stuff coming out for uh, the second half of the year. Uh, we know Bad Batch is coming on, which we're all excited yeah. for. Super excited for. Um, Andor as well. So, I mean that that content alone looks like it'll take us almost to Christmas, and then we're, oh, yeah. I mean, we're hey, get ready, buckle we're up, to double Ooh. up. We're gonna have to be doing episodes on Andor and Bad Batch because exactly. so, yeah. it's save that, time. That yeah. to review, um, I think Ahsoka's February ish, and along with the Mandalorian. I don't know how they're stacking those dates. We'll find out probably tomorrow. But yeah, we have Ahsoka, Mando season three. Um, I there's a loose confirmation of. Book of Boba season two or whatever, book two, whatever that's going to be listed as. But um, that's kind of loose talks of that. Okay. Yeah. They're going to give another shot. Um, and then uh, we'll, we'll save some stuff for next week's episode as they'll finish up the Comic-Con. So we'll, we'll probably get, you know, we'll have some stuff to review for that as we kind of react. And if, if we see anything, we'll, we'll try to go live as well this week to give our reactions if anything crazy happens. But um, 
yeah, guys, as, as we kind of said, we're diving into these Darth Vader comics. Um, this is actually the, the book three we've reviewed. So, I mean, this was, I mean, I think my favorite comic, it just get started, was that, that was issue 17. Um, I mean, it's just, and we talked about this on our previous, you know, comic read. It's kind of cool to get back into the art of reading comics. I mean, I, I started comics reading Marvel stuff. Um, but to see the detail that they do in these Star Wars and the stories they tell, I know Hitch was a bit, was big in some of the um, EU and even um, Ken was big into reading these comics. I never really read Star Wars comics and getting these and then kind of poking around at some of that higher public stuff coming out. These are extremely well written, and I was really, really, really surprised at the detail they go in and the stories they tell in, in these comics. Um, mm -hmm. We'll start with you, DPS, since you're a resident newbie. What did, what did you think so far? Um, I thought it was okay. You know, um, um, just coming off of like, you know, uh, um, Obi-Wan and everything, you know, getting back into Vader, getting to see him, you know, doing all this hijinks and stuff. Seeing the 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 um the the hijinks of like you know the um what what is it what is, I I can't remember are the R two and like C P three O they're they're Nebati and um uh, zero no zero triple zero yeah triple yeah. zero and Bati yeah 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 see the interrogator you know, droid right yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. they they are some they're like the evil version if they ever met C P three O and R two D two it would be like you know hilarious because. You know, you could see CP3O just like running from them and stuff. And, you know, Triple Zero just wanting to just slice and dice and, you know, just getting his sarcasm out and everything. Um, Darth Vader again, you know, he's on his um, war path. And we're basically just seeing a lot of the, um, the, the, a lot of the, 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 um, you know, things that he goes through in going, um, you know, with these twins and everything. And it's, 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 it's a lot of good stuff in here. It was, it was just, it was just okay to me. Um, the artwork was fantastic. <laughs> I love looking at like, you know, the art style and everything, you know, um, me, you know, writing and doing comics and everything. I'm always concentrating on like the artwork and stuff, how well the, the, the panel art and everything. So, you know, when it's succinct with like, um, telling like the action of the story and everything. Um, I don't know if I'm getting tired of like, um, if, if I'm getting tired of like the old school stuff and I'm just like ready to get on to like, like the new you know, um, new, new, new stuff here, but I'm liking what I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. And, um, I thought it was just okay. Sure. What about you, Hitch? Yeah, for me, this is definitely the best of these, like these stories that we've seen. I really enjoyed the action in this. I thought the action was like with Darth Vader, there's always this, you know, high expectations that you come into with like ruthlessness and splash and like the awesome feats that he's going to do. And I think we got all of that. I think that the total the total reduction of that like Baron's like livelihood when they're like oh we took us thousands of years to build this stuff and it's just destroyed or or Darth Vader just cutting through the stupid ship right like and he's like oh this is in my family for generations and this dude just messed it up in like one minute I I, I thought that was really really awesome and to me you know it continued this trend that I've seen in Star Wars media and this is obviously older this is from I think 2017 or 2016. But this trend to, you know, showcase the Anakin Skywalkeriness of Darth Vader a lot more. And that's something that I like because I've always thought that, you know, it was odd that we hear about how powerful Anakin is and see how powerful Anakin is and then see a much less powerful Darth Vader, much less powerful. So I, I always thought that, you know, maybe Vader, Vader was like a little bit, a little bit too much hype. So watching him ruthlessly suppress this rebellion, <laughs> like immediately 
and and with no prejudice really was uh i thought awesome so it was one of those things that you know there's no anti-hero-ness here he's coming in he's shutting this down he's in charge he'll just burn the whole planet out if you don't do what he says and he can make it happen so i really mm-hmm. like the characterization of Darth vader here uh it it, it made me it made me chuckle and so did all the all the droid stuff i love those murderous droids there's something about a murderous <laughs> droid it just hey i think it's great we, so we, you know we need to see more of that in like the live action it's good to see like your protagonist as the antagonist the lead mm-hmm. the, 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 so do you even have a protagonist um yeah <laughs> right what about you uh governor so this this really takes me back because I mean reading comics was something I did a lot you know when, when I was a kid and Marvel comics specifically and I love the artwork I mean um, I think Dark Horse when they took over Star Wars uh, you know the artwork was nice but it was a little too nice it wasn't comic booky anymore it was like art which is which is great and it has a place but I like comic books I like comic books with the the jagged zzz, burp, burp, all the sound effects and you get to hear them in your head as you're reading because like you're you're a seven-year-old child and you're making up these things and it lets you you know explore these stories in your head which is the point of reading um so i like that marvel kept that charm it didn't get real pretty with the graphics and real sophisticated and art artworky beautiful pictures but still kept it comic booky just like you look in the newspaper, you used to read newspaper comics, you know, and they were kind of drawn. You could tell they were drawn. Um, for me, this is a much better Vader than even I get from the trilogy. This is a Vader that, as we know now, has multi personalities. I mean, there's different things going on inside this this under the under the mask. He's conflicted. He's angry. He also has this dark past that's sort of coming up. He's torn between his allegiance to the Emperor, although he kind of suspects that the Emperor is looking at getting Skywalker to take his place. So there's a lot of anger and uh, you know anxiety. So that comes out in his violent acts, which seem to be you know abandoned. You know, like well, he's just doing this to be evil and, and to be merciless. But no, there's there's definitely a reason behind his action. So this is my Vader. This is a great um, menace character no longer phantom menace he's out there um and i love the interaction between him and the minions that they you know the emperors and the empire is trying to put with him to sort of harness him he's just like yeah. yeah okay whatever these uh what do they call them the uh the inspectors or the you know these different people that are assigned to sort of leash him in um yeah they're useless they're basically <laughs> useless uh and he's going to go do what he wants to do um He's able to track down his his prey and engulf it and destroy it. So, I mean, this is a great it's a great story, and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna find more of these and read them. But but I I loved it. I thought it was a fun read. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, and it's funny that we talk about like this kind of um, duality of Vader. It, it, this Vader in the comics is kind of I feel like um, you try to see that confliction that they try to do with the Kylo Ren character. You know, it seems like that. You know, Filoni tried to take a little bit of this Vader and create that kind of like brashness when they created the character of Kylo Ren. So I can, when I was reading this, I kind of got that because like some of his anger is is almost like you know like like petulant, but it's like mm, unmotivated. It's weird, like you know, 
he's all powerful, but you know, in the one episode, I think it was like 17 or something, this dude goes on like some like warpath and assassinates uh, the royal family to like to show basically like you know the planet like to regain their like trust or something. And I'm like, you're a Sith Lord at this point, like they should be cowering at you. So it's like like you said, he has this struggle between is he Anakin, is he Vader? Is how strong is he? I mean, there's this duality of is Skywalker going to be stronger? So I feel like, you know, in these comics, it shows more of that duality as far as that literal battle he has within him own self. It's almost like, you know, when you have that person that's so strong, but like that doubt is there. Like it's mentally he was never there. And maybe that's why he wasn't a Jedi, because, you, you know, as a Jedi, you have to have that will, that, that sheer will, that determination. Even as powerful as he is, he doesn't have that. And that's like a weird trait that you would even get out of this comic book. So, I mean, I like the writing in this and how they kind of depicted him as that. I don't know if you saw that as well, Hitcher. I like that he has a, so this Vader has a soft spot right. for like, you know, talented women. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And other yeah. bad people, but like, yeah. like, like the, these, these ladies that he's co-ops and brings into his orbit and then kind of sets them up as the per as his intermediary. We see this with, uh, with queen trial. We see this with the doctor from the previous set, you know, uh, this is this, it's this weird sort of fractured relationship where that almost feels like he's looking for, you know, Padme's like, that's what he likes. He's, he finds these Padme's in these people and then he wants to do business with them and he wants to work with them and give them things. And I, and I think that is, you know, again, to talk about the Skywalkerization of Vader, which isn't a bad thing. I don't want you to, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm being dismissive about this. It's the direction they're taking the character. And to, to, to speak to some of the news we heard or we're hearing coming out of Comic-Con this week about, you know, the return of Hayden Christensen as Anakin to the Ahsoka series and the proof of concept that we saw in the Obi-Wan series where that looked pretty, pretty good. It looked yeah. pretty good. I mean, you could tell that he was like, you know, an older person, not Anakin, not the Caden Christensen from 20 years ago, obviously, but like, it looked really credible. So yeah. I think that that door is wide open for, for us uh, as part of, you know, as part of, what Disney is doing. And I think this particular comic is an excellent compliment to that because we see a wide variety of things Vader can get into. We see heists, we see schemes, we see Vader, you know, being the iron will and winning a victory. And when he really shouldn't have won a victory, we see, you know, Vader with the trickeration. We see, you know, the, the analog to when Anakin in the clone wars used to jump out of a ship with nothing and just jump out of a ship sure. and jump land on another ship and take down the ship and then run back to the, the first ship like that. He used to do that all the time. And he kind of does that in this comic, which is, you know, really awesome. This is the good Skywalkerization of Vader, right? These, uh, these feats of might <laughs> that Anakin has always been capable of. And I like what, where you were going with him looking for Padme's because it's guilt right. because yeah. guilt is a huge you know, driver in our actions. If we do something that we know is wrong, we always try to write it somehow. Well, he can't, he can't, that we know of, bring Padme back, but he can find similar characters, similar characters and humans and, you know, and bring them along, not romantically, but, you know, encourage them and bring them, you know, give them, give them work to do, you know, save them from where, because I think, uh, I think Doctor, uh, the Doctor Afrani, right? She was. Doctor Afra. She had people after Afra, her. Afra. Yeah, Afra. She had people after her, right? So she had yeah. a she had a uh, 
she had a, a price on her head. So he kind of gave her something to do, something to help with that. So it's, that's an interesting, uh, you know, the, that guilt part. So that makes that makes Vader even more human than than we well, really think about him. The, the the good thing about that is is that we haven't really seen I haven't really seen that side in like you know um in a live action form an animated form or anything like that we we don't really get too many Vader solo adventures in like an animated um you know live action form so these 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 comics you know these these like you know novels or whatever probably give you a good outlet as far as you know his, his into his insights and everything. And in in the um in the animated um at live action form, we don't really see him relating a lot to female characters, except mm -hmm. for so, you know, and that's barely, you know, um that's after you know the whole Anakin thing. That's you know, after he becomes Vader or before he becomes Vader, you know, Anakin and him and his relationship with Ahsoka. But um with that Padme, you know, um, you know, thing that you know you guys were talking about and Ahsoka. Um, his soft spot, I guess, for uh, females, you know, is is definitely apparent, you know, in as far as these first few issues that we've read, um, with, like, you know, Hitch was saying, you know, having the females come into his orbit. And we know how uh, they, they the, 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 I guess the galaxy knows how lethal Vader is because he's coming into like, you know, different, different aspects of the galaxy and there he's getting his reputation built up. Um, but we know he had this is like a soft spot because certain things that Vader does that we know he should do as far as, you know, being lethal and just being ruthless. He doesn't really do with these females. He sort of takes a like, a, um, you know, takes a step back. And we, we see that that I guess that softness, if you want to call it that, you know, um, um, but he still maintains that control with, you know, the, the females that he that he puts into his orbit. It's an interesting dynamic to see. That is one of the more interesting sides of, you know, seeing this antagonist that is our protagonist, as I, as I like to call it. Okay. Well, we certainly wouldn't want Vader to die here. I mean, we're definitely not rooting for, for something silly like the Ore Barons to win. And that's what's, and that's one, this is one of those stories where like, you can, you can give me a worse bad guy to hate more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like these guys, these Ore Barons stink. They're dancing. They want Vader to dance to their tune. They think they're in charge because they run everything. They're 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 exploiting their planet, and frankly, I think that they get their comeuppance. And and you know, ultimately, uh, who better to deliver a comeuppance than Darth Vader? I mean, when you really think about it, is there like if you if if you could pick any like fictional character to show up at your worst enemy's doorstep, you might pick Vader. Like he might he would be on my short list of the the people that I would want showing up. So, that, 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 but that's pulling out the big guns too soon. I mean, you want to, you want to hold. Back I'm just saying, don't cross me. So you want to send Vader? Oh yeah, I mean, that would be messy. That would be like, there's no hope in negotiation. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, he might choke him a little bit. I mean, it depends on what Vader you get, though. Remember? I mean, you might yeah. get the Vader to just like. Which timeline, Vader? <laughs> yeah, which timeline? I mean, if you if you're trying to negotiate with your enemy, you don't send mm -hmm. Vader. That's just not the right thing to do because then you, I mean, you won't get anywhere because you want something. You want your money. You want land. Of course, you won't send a, you won't send a new hope, Vader. No, not that. So what you're saying yeah. is that if when Low you send one, Vader, yeah. anytime you send Vader, the deal just gets worse all the time. The deal doesn't even get done. If I'm you taking all this out. money and leaving. I'm not killing anybody. Well, wait a minute. That, that was the deal. I'm altering the deal about it. That's, that's just what he does. He just stiffs you. Yeah. Ah, Vader. Well, 
If you send the Obi Wan series Vader, he breaks your neck and kills you. So <laughs> just meh. yeah, just quick snap. That's it. So at least they make him a bastard. You gotta you gotta say. I mean, you know, they bring right. they bring them bring him along real well. Uh, but they've been doing a good job humanizing him, and I and I and I and I do think that this comic does a really good job of setting up the Barons as not people that you would want to do business with, not people you'd want in charge of any sort of business, and it makes again their. Uh, their, when their schemes were unraveled due to the uh, might and excellence of one Sith Lord and one Sith Lord only, I, I, it is somewhat satisfying because we know, you know, we know what happens to Vader. So it's not like we think when we read this comic, we're going to find that out. So it can just be a fun, a fun story of how you should never, ever underestimate Vader and you can't overestimate him. So all you could do is underestimate him. So just give him what he wants and hope that he, he leaves. That's pretty much did all you can really any, do. Any, did we get any more adventures um, with him as Vader when he was Anakin? Like you know when when um, when uh, Tarkin when uh, Palpatine first initiated him as Vader? <laughs> did we have any adventures between him and the transformation? There's just no. this scourging in the temple, and he goes straight to Mustafar yeah. after that. He goes to Mustafar. Uh, I mean, the only thing I guess we would get in the EU would be him. In a story, um, recap, he basically steals Padme's body back, uh, built a tomb for her there, and, like, that's where, like, he kind of, like, when, tries when to... Did, it, when did that happen? Oh, he has <laughs> her in there. There's Padme's tombs in there. Padme's tombs in this castle in Mustafar, and he tries... So the story is, is he tries to bring her back from the dead as... Remember, um... Oh, no... Palpatine's master. Talk in the opera when uh, uh, Darth Palpatine Plagueis. was telling him Plagueis, about yeah. Him. Yeah, Plagueis, Darth Plagueis. Yeah, Plagueis. So he tries to get Palpatine to basically teach him Plagueis the secret of bringing the dead back. So that's like a... It, it, I'll, have to, I'll have to find it for you, everybody in the chat. Or if somebody knows in there, you can put it in there. But there is a story that... Uh, yeah, Padme's tomb is actually in that, that Mustafar castle, which is why a lot of people during the series wanted us to go back there. To kind of talk about that, but yeah, Padme's body is actually held in that that castle in Lucifer. So, so cool. is she entombed like like a coffin, or is she in? Vodka? I'm not sure. Well, that may oh, be why we saw those Jedi preserved in honey or whatever that we can see. Like <laughs> while they're all like lemon, honey, you know, perfectly preserved and frozen in the moment when when Vader caught the like got the drop on him. Yeah, you know what I mean. They all look like like they all got flashed by a Medusa or whatever. Uh, that makes him that makes him so creepy and and i and i love you know vader's vader's his character i and i i believe that i've heard him compared to like frankenstein's monster before because he's this big hulking he's got the huge cloppy shoes you know what i mean he moves all slow goes he actually does the grunts kind of like frankenstein's monster too (laughs) uh so i've seen that comparison it's interesting to think about frankenstein's monster desperately trying to bring this woman to life just like in that same the universal series where you had the bride of frankenstein and and the son of frankenstein or whatever and it's interesting to see how you know how that is an an interesting inversion of that of that trope a little bit you know it's It's not it's a a terrible idea right oh it's all terrible idea to raise the dead i mean nobody (laughs) (laughs) that's probably not like you know it's a terrible (laughs) idea and that should never be like um all the night of the living dead Day of the Dead. I mean, we should know that you don't try to talk to, socialize, or bring back dead 
living, you know, something that was living that's dead and try to bring it back. You don't do that. It just is didn't not. They, didn't they try that for 13 years on The Walking Dead? The they did. Scene? They did. <laughs> and they tried it again on the reboot of Day of the Dead on uh, sci-fi. And it, it just, it just, it's just a terrible idea. I think, so have there been any success stories with this? Uh, Anakin was the first to try it. He was the first. Mm. Maybe he could uh, use some of that... Um, I don't Tuscan Raider blood to bring her back. Maybe he's just trying to get into that room, that that room of requirement, the time, the Will's room where he can just change the past. Again, I I still think that we're waiting. We're all sitting on that the what if, like the real what if Star Wars series that they owe us. That has like Vader wins that fight with. I mean, everybody wants to see that. Like, what would have happened if Vader wins that fight and then he's just like, you know, fully powered and. You know, Palpatine would have been much more worried, but he would have had to be much more gentle with him and stuff. Ah, man, I want to see it. Do it, Disney. Follow my orders. I mean, I think it's due, though, because there are so many, like, duality stories that we discuss. We've discussed this since we kind of all came together on the channel. Like, there's this story. Both stories can go either way. I mean, what if Qui-Gon survives? I mean, like... What if... Because, I mean, always... And I I know Ken is the biggest Obi-Wan fan, but, like... He's set up in this. If you watch all nine stories, granted, we don't like the last guy, but the way this set up, this was set up for Obi-Wan to be the bad guy for him to turn for him to fall to the dark side. This was like set up for that. And then that Anakin or that Ben Solo, whatever, that was a redemption story. I thought I always felt like Obi-Wan was that character. And you can understand based on his sorrow, based on his losses. I mean, it's just that that was like set up perfectly. Because if he fell, you could sympathize for why he would out of sorrow, right? Mm-hmm. The whole Anakin well, stuff, it's almost like a petulant child that doesn't understand. And you get like a father-like figure in your and, life and that kind one, of manipulates him. And the one thing Yoda sent him to do, he failed. He, he, could, he, didn't, he didn't complete his mission. He, it, he <clears throat> didn't protect Luke. Luke got away. Um, he actually led Luke to Vader. Right? Didn't he? He brought I mean, him. yeah, but not but not until it was time. Not until Luke was needed to strike the blow that Luke was born to strike against the Empire. I mean, goodness ready. gracious. He wasn't ready. I believe that the proof is in the pudding that he was ready and he mm. did fine. And the thing that he had to do in that in that particular moment, which is blow the up the dust. Uh, he was the one. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. And that happened. And I remember it. I think you guys yeah. may have been in the seen that movie too. You you know you 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 play a game you play a video game the first time you get through the level like hey wow I did that and then you try it again you can't get through it you know I mean it's 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 there's there's odds and I think he played the odds and he did <laughs> he did very well but he did very well man he did he do well you know you can either look at it like that or just realize okay you know just like Neo he's just the one you know he was the <laughs> one he was the you took the blue pill. You know, he definitely he did that. So, the I, Jedi, so the Jedi were just a generation early on the Quitsass Hadriac, right? With the um the show to run, like you know, the planet and everything, I wasn't super clear on like what was they doing that was so out of line that he had to, to go and you know um just assassinate like the whole kill everybody like, ruling family and um install like you know the, the queen daughter. So um, I my depiction was he was like trying to like basically show them his like dominant. I thought it was like an internal struggle. That's why I kind of mentioned like when he did that, like 
there, like you're saying, there was no real reason. I mean, he wanted to show allegiance, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, no, no, like, and like you know, just get. I mean, so is he going around getting all these planets, <laughs> you know, to fall in line to like the empire? And this particular planet was just like, you know, just just out of pocket, like you know, one of the states where I got a pocket, not falling in line. You know, maybe we're not sending you none or you get none of it. None. We ain't sending none. None. He didn't, he didn't want to, to decide <laughs> the with the rebellion, right? Yeah. I mean, or is, 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 yeah. Is, yeah. It, typically it's what it was. I mean, as, as we see in current times, this was a story of how you can put a universal soldier or whatever you call it to assassinate a, a state, a nation and to install your own government. Which you know, I, I know Hitch is especially is in that, but that's all this is. It's a, a classic story of you know something we did twenty years ago. But yeah, you you know want to establish a government maybe in an area, so well, you send somebody to do that. In the olden days, back when we had monarchies and empires, and nobody's government was legitimate because none of their powers were derived from the consent of the people over which they had magistracy. So if you had do a royal coup against some crappy king, then who gives a shit? Because you're not replacing a legitimate government with some illegitimate government. You know, to quote Monty Python on the Holy Grail, you know, you, some lady throwing swords at people is not a great way to do a system of government, right? It just isn't. So, you know, this is a monarchy that's overturned and monarchies are exploitative. That's what they are. You know, nobody's, nobody's going to sit around and cry about Louis XVI. And, and that's just the way it is. Now, revolutions can come from the bottom. And what this barony seems to do is they control the economics of, of this warrior planet where everything is like, you know, they're, they're essentially the, you know, the dwarves from Middle Earth. You know what I mean? They're all about resource extraction and muscularity and, you know, even um, ceremonial, you know, war, war like stuff like the Aztecs had and stuff. So, you know, this particular place is important to the empire because it produces those resources. And the reason Vader's here is to make sure that the government, the empire puts in place to run it right, runs it right. And they were not meeting quota. So Vader wasn't really particularly tied to the actual leadership. And there was pressure from below. The barons thought, hey, this king didn't do a real great job negotiating with the empire. We can do a better job. Let's get leverage and let's take the king and the empire down. And so Vader's like, look, King, you're not taking care of any, you're not taking care of business the way we need you to. So we're going to replace you. And who am I going to pick? I'm going to pick someone that I have total control over. And to show them I mean business, I'm going to cut their damn hand off. Yeah. Right. The queen so, yeah, that's yeah. the way I see all that. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, that's the Vader way, you know. But remember, <laughs> remember, no king, like they're, they don't derive their rights to govern from anything legitimate. So it's, you know. The empire, it's like every empire is a, um, let's say every empire is a uh, theft. It's the truth. So, you know, I, I feel like even if, even Anakin might not even have such a big problem with this. And he does go on a, a mission kind of like this when he goes into the, um, the slave driving Thundercat type people <laughs> that one time, right? Like the, the werewolf people. So, you know, Anakin staunch anti exploitation and staunch. You know, uh, will completely burn your entire, you know, the entire means of your production down to maintain control of it. You know, make him uh, a ruthless and very effective military commander. Plus, you can't kill him; he's unkillable. So, there you go. Yeah, he has a lot of plot armor, so you know, of course, you can't really like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I meant what, to them, not necessarily from us, right? Like, good lord. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you just sitting there reading this? Like, he, he, he ain't gonna die. <laughs> ah. and, and and part of that too, like I think he also feels like Anakin, the Anakin inside the cost, you know, inside the mask, feels that if you're a stronger power, you shouldn't go around pushing around weaklings, you know, devote your energy to expanding your power if if something's weaker than you it doesn't prove anything to kick it you know kick a dead horse yeah. it doesn't doesn't make any that's why he was he's against slavery i mean we see that and he speaks about it through you know through the films and in books and you know he's not he's not for that he's not for total like domination of a weaker society he was more like well let's take a strong society and make it stronger so he's looking for those strong governments those worlds those resource centers that he can control manage like you said uh steel city manage them better pull them into the empire make the empire stronger he's not someone to subjugate i mean he's not going to like enslave a planet but he'll do what he needs to do to make the whatever it is the resources his and make them better that's interesting that you get the two different sides to you know, yeah. right and wrong inside of one person, and they both are very strong. But Vader's all about power. He brings that chunk of Alderaan. That's some cold shit, right there. Yeah. Just showing up with this this hunk of like, you know, what what probably is, I guess, to these guys like the hunk of the Berlin Wall, right? Like mm-hmm. that would be a heavy a heavy duty thing to just thunk on somebody's desk like that. So I, I you know, uh, very much. We are. We know we're in charge. We're the hierarchy here. These people are not going to be able to beat me. You're on my team now. That's just how it is. So I, I think that. And remember, really... Vader had nothing to do with the destruction of Alderaan. That was not his deal, and that's interesting too. Like some great evil leaders, they find a way to have other people do their dirty work. So that was Tarkin all the way. From what I can, you know, what I what I know, Vader had nothing to do with that. He would rather have gone after, uh, you know, some other, uh, you know, diplomatic planet of of importance to keep the rebellion from expanding. I don't know why he felt that the Alderaan was a good leverage tool just to twist the guts of Leia. I suppose but she's probably the only person he couldn't crack. I mean, you know, she's her resistance to the mind probe is considerable. He can't. He's not mm-hmm. getting nowhere with Leia. Leia's too mm-hmm. tough. And thank God Leia's that tough. That's so cool. I like that it I like that it's her that he can't beat. Anyone yeah. else? Nah. I'm gonna just do whatever I know what you're gonna do. Sort of ties back into that, you know, women in or and women in his orbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just that 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 one chromosome <laughs> coming out of him that he just can't conquer or whatever, you know, or just finds that he just can't totally dominate. That's the soft spot. Which is like you know any male, <laughs> most part. Well, and it's and it's his daughter, so but he doesn't know, you know. Well, DP, know. we we encountered something like this in um in our watch of um of the boys, uh recent season where we had a character who was saving another character that didn't need to be saved by that character or particularly want to be saved by that character. Um, and, and we see Anakin, that's kind of Anakin's story with Padme. Like he's like, I'm going to save you from death. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, everything's fine. He's like, no, I'm going to, you're going to die. I'm going to keep you from dying. And she's just like, what, why? Like, you know, she doesn't understand what he's seeing. It can't, uh, fathom those things. So it's, it's interesting to see, 
you know, how that similar like relationship is sort of spooled out and is treated in other places. You know, I, it, what did I call him? And when we watched episode two, like the world's, the world's first bad boyfriend or the world's worst bad boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Of all time. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have this, like, you know, he's just, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's going to force his, you know, he's going to force salvation on you. Right. <laughs> like he's not one for, you know, I, I come to Jesus speech. He'll just say, Jesus is here. <laughs> like, <laughs> what like you do is your business, but I recommend, you recommend yeah. to come to Jesus. That's, that's that. Hey, you come to me. That's my way. That's that's the way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not going to try to sell you on it. Every Vader's not the one to try to sell you on a um situation. He's just going to tell you like it. You know, like it is. You know, um, and can come and dominate as if he's Michael Jordan. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he might give you one chance. You might get one chance to voice your opinion and why you think that's a bad idea. But in the end. It's his way or the highway. His mind's already made up and everything. That one chance is just him being just, you know, just having a a good laugh in his own head, you know. Um, Yeah, yeah. This this guy, he's a he's a he's a um, he's a ruthless guy, you know. Coming um, doing that whole slaughter and assassination of a whole family, man. Come on, yeah. Everyone but the daughter. It's wild. Yeah. But then, yeah, like yeah. I said, it, it's nothing. I mean, when he was a human, we saw what he did, right? So this yeah. isn't shocking by any means. It doesn't matter to this guy. He's not yeah. been like, you know, he, he he was a kid. I mean, we did watch him murder a bunch of kids, and they did make right. that the focal plot point of the last thing we watched. So, you know, that's sort of like, you know, um, Padme, she, she didn't really give two craps about it. You know, but she liked that. We already established she was she was a girl who liked the bad boy and a firebird. Anakin was the you know the dude with the mullet that, that cut passion, off. That passion, that passion. He loved that. Yeah, you know that he, he was, brings she, to the table. is irresistible. Him. He loves me. Ten out of ten. She loved him. So yeah, she was willing to to let him slaughter a whole a whole society. She wasn't people. interested. In, I and, and again the the sequence of events there, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I slaughtered all those all those uh, Saiyan people. And then she's like, really. Let's go meet my parents. Like, you know what I mean? The whole... <laughs> <laughs> Until I know that you were capable of that, I wasn't really into it. But now started talking about a dowry and, you know, you know, like 30 minutes of screen time later and they have kids. You know what I mean? It's oh, just like, man. Right yeah. Boom, boom, like boom. Pregnant everything. Oh, man. Just oh, twins on the way. She, know how to pick, she definitely know how to pick a real winner. <laughs> now I see why Obi Wan. You know the nice guy does finish last in this story. Not. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's, Obi- he's there going, "Hey, you know what? What's going on here?" <laughs> well, Obi Wan, you know, it, I, mean, I think I've said this too on this show, but Obi Wan is is like the answer to all of Anakin's bullshit because everything that happens to Anakin literally happens to Obi Wan. And Obi-Wan never thinks about betraying the port. Like, not even a little bit does he think about the dark side. And all the same crap happens to him. He gets stuck in the war. He gets stuck mentoring somebody he doesn't want to mentor. His girlfriend gets killed in front of him. All this messed up stuff happens. The Emperor betrays him, too, because let's not forget Obi-Wan knew the guy, like, pretty well. Met him a bunch of times. So all the same stuff happened to him. Obi-Wan stays on the light side. So what's Anakin's damn problem? (laughs) A little younger, right? I mean, yeah. But Anakin has a history. Think about it. As a teenager, he killed the the, the Raiders of Sand people, right? Hmm. As a, I mean, I guess the same time frame. But you know, he goes on a war path 
as a an early adult, he slaughters kids at the Jedi Temple. Like this guy just as his age progresses, he just kills kids. He's like <laughs> he's like a, a, he's little a, perfect, a little bit he, happened between him slaughtering sand people and him slaying younglings. There was a but the way he says it even on. when she she asked him, like even the kids, and he was like like stone cold, yes. The women all, and the children too. All yeah, like that's cold to say that. Padme's just like Padme's just like, really? <laughs> Michael Myers didn't act like this. Jason and Michael Myers, they weren't moving like this, man. They weren't moving like this at all. The Sand people should have practiced eye contact, maybe. Maybe that would have helped, you know. Right. What do you mean? Reva, Reva looked at him and he stabbed her in the stomach, right in his eyes. Doesn't work all the Twice. time. Sometimes it works. With an alpha predator, sometimes eye contact works. Is that the whole stare in the grizzly bear thing? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Don't Myers, move, Vader can't see you. Michael Myers always preferred to have his victims running from him than facing him down. He was always more, he was always more uh, demonic when they were running from him through a house, you know, down a street, than when they would be confronted. Uh, but he, you know, he got the job done. So, <laughs> you, you know. It's a funny side we're talking about this, but you know when you see those like kind of like the corny, like the eighties, nineties, the scary movies, how they'd run seven miles and then he would turn the corner. It's funny that we say that because that literally happened in Obi Wan, right? Obi Wan's yeah. like running like the scared person. He like makes like thirty routes, you know, twelve different paths, and then Vader just comes walking like right, right in, right, right in, there, right like, in like your typical scary eighties scary movie. It was hilarious. Uh huh. Just like it. But yeah, guys, I mean, kind of kind of swiveling in since you guys, you know, our listeners or everybody who's watching this live, if you are, um, it's been a few weeks. So a couple of things we wanted to do um, before we took our little short break and Disney did as well. But uh, yeah, guys, let's just jump right back into it because we kind of just did discuss Obi-Wan. Um, we wanted to do this with Boba Fett and we really never got to. We didn't do it with Mando really either. But uh, yeah, we kind of wanted to um, give you guys like basically our full reaction to the season and, and kind of, you know, for these are the back end of our podcast kind of go over that. I mean, there's been a lot been said, obviously comic cons coming out. Um, I mean, I don't know. Everybody has the internet now. There's some things that I've heard being said, you and McGregor allegedly said to people, to fans, so to pretty big YouTubers about regrets about the show allegedly. And these are all alleged comments. I'm not there. I didn't written it. I'm, but he's apologized about certain things that, that may be some pretty big uh, people. But, I mean, there's a lot of smoke in the series. So I know we kind of rated it high. I liked it. But it, it doesn't all seem well when it comes down to, I guess, the true depiction of that Obi-Wan series. What do you think about it, Ken? Because I know you're you were a big fan of this. I, I, I thought it was a great first step at filling in a, a blank, a big hole that was kind of left between uh, Revenge of the Sith and, what would you say, Rogue One. I mean, there's this massive gap, which, you know, I guess there, it, it had been filled in and, and people speculate, a lot of speculation. Yeah. But here was a nice effort to, in you know, in a real, in a real, you know, a live action without being overdone, a live action series to kind of begin to fill that in it, if my only my only critique of it is that it was just wasn't long enough it just right. there wasn't enough yeah. there wasn't enough meat um 
there was a lot of carrots and potatoes, but there wasn't a lot of like real good story uh, there. They could have gone like I would like to have seen, you know, more of, uh, you know, Leia. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of it, but I would like to have seen a little more. I would like to have seen Luke. I mean, we saw Luke in, I think, three episodes. Right. And that that was it. Um, we I liked seeing Owen and uh, Baru, and I liked that they kept the the characters the same. You know, from the uh, you know the the, uh, the Revenge of the Sith, and we got a little bit of backstory there. But I would like to have seen more of the homestead. The Lars. Did Luke even deliver a line? He he's. Uh, I don't think he did. I don't, I don't think he said anything. I think the scrap yeah, he, he slept. He was asleep. No! He was on his. <laughs> you know, he was flying his uh, spaceship. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he, yeah, he didn't do anything. I would like to have seen that's That would be my big, you know, gripe about it is I would like to have seen Luke and what was going on there because we saw Anakin as a little boy. Let's see how. Let's see the. The, uh, if it was he the same? You know, where, well, how was he developing? What was his personality like as a as a little squirt? Right. This was only six, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was only six. yeah. And then and Andor's twelve. Like, come on, man. I and think the two episodes premiere in the same night. So. Right. I think this uh, is I've... these these bridge properties, right? Where you have one of the actual, you know, actors like one of the main big character actors from the series in the TV show. I, I think it has to do a couple of things to be successful. One, it has to fill in a gap of information we didn't have about the story. And I think it does that. And two, it has to open the door to something more. It has to give me a reason why it exists. And, and, and in that, I think it was fulfilled by the introduction of, you know, young princess Leia. I think that is a, you know, probably going to be a big piece of what they do here in the next 10 years um that character is going to be very important already she is important she's already looped back into rogue one so there already is a history of you know pushing this character back into places and you know they did a really good job with the characterization because they made you they they i think the one thing the one thing about like you know they always talk about how leia is like padme but they don't talk enough about how she's like anakin and I think that this series made me remember how Anakin was and how headstrong Anakin was and how like, uh, you know, just precocious Anakin was. And that's all stuff that is in, is in Leia. So, so to me, the Obi-Wan series was successful in that way. The one thing I don't get is like, you know, what is the deal with it, with, with Vader's power level? Is he just like massively over Obi-Wan? Is Obi-Wan able to distract him or damn? Like, I, I, you know, I would like there to be a little bit more to that if you want to explain the mechanism or maybe there's some sort of like doubt weakening or whatever. I don't know. There's, there's ways they could do that. And I'd be, I think there'd be many that I would find to be acceptable. Uh, but it just seemed weird that the Vader could completely dominate Obi-Wan. Then Obi-Wan could win so quickly without a reasoning to explain how that flip happened. Um, so I would want more of that, but I really liked it a lot. And certainly I liked it more than book of Boba Fett, which I think, you know, Boba Fett suffered for some, from some characterization mistakes. And I don't think you could really make Boba Fett the warlord slash sheriff of a play. I, I just don't think that works for that character. So, you know, it made a choice. And it didn't work. Yeah. Here we have Obi-Wan doing the thing we knew Obi-Wan was going to do Vader doing the thing we knew Vader was going to do. 
Um, and I think that that was very successful. So for me, I, I do hope that they make more of these sorts of, again, bridge type series. And I hope that they do more to introduce, you know, to introduce these other characters that are going to be occupying this, you know, intermediary era, like Bad Batch and, um, you know, younger Boba Fett. What about you, DP? I, I think, you know, just expanding on, you know, what you guys, we, we talked about it in previous podcasts, more episodes means more of a, more of a succinct story, you know, um, with, um, with this, I, I think for the most part, I mean, in hindsight, it's largely forgettable, you know, while it was good, you know, but I, I can't really, I can't really, you had like the Obi, the Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, like fight it in and everything, but at the end, so what? You know, um, it was it was a fight. It was a sort of like fan service. He fight that, you know, people was anticipating. Bam, it happened. You know, it wasn't anything to actually, you know, change certain events or anything like that or put, you know, um, um, you know, big limelight on, on, on something that happened, like, you know, within that realm of history. They had a fight and that was it, you know, and he got to call him Darth, you know. OK, Um this 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 could have been a lot. Uh, uh, this, the the series could have been a lot better with more characterization instead of plot plot plot. In you know, um, if we got a lot more characterization with like the characters, especially with Obi Wan, you know, um, I think it would have felt a lot better. So so it's not really fair to judge this type of series to something like that new new show that they got on um, FX Hulu called The Bear where it's just like instant great characterization like through and through with all like the the um workers and all that stuff in the restaurant it's it's not really fair to you know to do it you know do it to them like that but you have to at least try <laughs> you know you have to at least give the people something to 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 get that meat and hold on to um instead of just plot all the time um all the way to the end and then say okay that's it you know you guys had a good time bye you know so I'm ready to head on to like, you know, some of the new stuff, like, you know, the Mandalorian again. Wait, can't wait to see that right. come back. Of course, Ahsoka, you know, I'm excited to see all the rebels again and everything from that, you know, from the Filoni. So I'm excited to see the Filoni stuff, you know. Um yeah. I'm kind of soured on um the, the characterization of Boba Fett and um, you know, Obi-Wan to a degree. Um, and I'm just ready to move on. I'm ready to move on from from the, the from the older characters and get ready to, to to get on to some of the newer stuff, even though it's still set in like the older timeline. You know, DP, being a fan of Star Wars as much as I am, I, I can 100 percent agree with that. Like, I never thought I'd say that. Like, I we all wanted Obi Wan, and I did, and I wanted Boba Fett, but it almost is one of those things. Which is, I and I understand this now from Disney why they didn't want to do this because like i don't i think they were set up to fail regardless meaning we were never going to fully be happy we all have our stories we, we all have our ideas i mean the content don't get me wrong was great Ed, was happy Ed. with it yeah it was you know because we all have our ed canon we all have our ideas but like now that i do see these new properties these new stories to be honest my excitement level is like way higher other than you know the luke skywalker drop that we got and i mean and you've seen that right they did that in a new series and a new character like i, I was expecting that you know in obi-wan like you said we got the qui-gon jinn let me talk to you in this in the sand 
let's go for a walk. Like that was like that was the big reveal. And that, was the I mean, end. that was the end, and yeah. it kind of went. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it just. I mean, it was cool, but like you said, it it what I wasn't. I'm not excited to like continually watch it. Like it nosedived. You know what I mean? It was just like. So anticlimactic at the end. I mean, the fight happened, and then it just literally it just went downhill from there. We have inquisitors like these super powerful characters. We two don't even do anything. Literally, there's two there and, and that we don't know do what anything. They can do. Correct. <laughs> we know what they can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't, yeah, do, they don't anything. do anything. So yeah. So I mean, it's just one of those things. Maybe, and we said this in these newer properties, it's working with the Mandalorian because they're building to a story that has maybe a climax that maybe be like an MCU kind of, they all band together to fight Thrawn. But in this story, it's kind of hard because we know how it ends. We It leaves a Rogue One. So it's one of those things like, what more can you do kind of kind of story? But uh, it, it was nice to get. Uh, I'll, I'm excited for Andor because... Maybe maybe these other stories of like outside of force users. I mean, we've discussed it. I, I like that. A lot of people didn't. I liked the, the solo movie. I thought it was cool. I really liked that story. Um, there wasn't the force. There was no lightsabers. It was a Star Wars story. Um, I think I'm gonna be more excited for this Andor thing because it's more about we talk about what's really going on in the galaxy outside of the channel. Right, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that'll about be about the rebellion. Be, you know, right. right? Centered on the rebellion, yeah. which is a big piece that really it is. Hasn't had any focus. I mean, these mm -hmm. are the these are the, like the us, the guy, us guys, you know, fighting against the giant, you know, right. machine, the monster, uh, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, how many weeks we got? We got three yeah, like weeks. 12, 12, oh yeah, three weeks. So, yeah, about yeah, three weeks. But I mean, twelve episodes. I, I haven't heard anything about runtime, but I mean, if, if they hit it the thirty-five to forty minutes, I mean, wow, that's a lot of content. And that, remember, they're they're filming season one and two back to back. So I don't know how it's going to release or what, but I mean, they're, they're still, they're filming season two. <clears throat> That's a, that, I mean, it's Tony Gilroy. So, I mean, he's pretty, you know, pretty res well respected and everything. And I mean, we've seen what he did with like, you know, Rogue one and stuff. So um, I'm, I'm, 12 weeks that's like a lot of characterization and stuff so yeah. you can't just go from plot to plot you know just you know plot hopping and everything for 12 weeks i'd be just amazing if they did that but I, i'm expecting a lot of like angst i'm expecting a lot of like okay um what we saw in the trailer was like kind of epic to me you know something new something different you know what we're what we're seeing as far as like how does how does the common man how is the common man affected by all this you know, how is that how does that work with them and how do they get tired of it and decide they want to rebel? That is that's like a great question, you know, inside this whole universe. We see the big bad, you know, big bad wolf, the big bad, you know, bad guy with the empire. We see the monster. We see how they control and do all their stuff. Now we're going to see like the other side of it. You know, how does a common man deal with it and how do they eventually you know, all the way up until Rogue One, the little thing like, you know, getting the um the Death Star plans and everything and handing that stuff off to, and getting it to loop to, 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 to do like the big thing and be one in the end. Come on now. That's some good shit. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of bringing this into perspective here, uh, I was just looking this up because I didn't know. Bad Batch is going to have 16 episodes. Wow. That's a lot. So it's confirmed. I don't know if they'll do like the um, whole Netflix Stranger Things and break it somewhere at eight or seven, but yeah, it's confirmed. There are 16 episodes. 
um, starting on September 28th. So you guys have it. We're here. We're here all the way through Christmas. Yeah. It literally does. Yeah. Take your summer break. We'll be back. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, there's a lot of content coming, and and like I said, over these next couple of days, a lot more to discuss. Um, a lot, a lot of stuff coming out. I mean, like I said, there's already, and, and Hitch kind of alluded to it. I was on the internet poking around because um, it's funny, you know. They today was like the like the, the media day, so your your big YouTubers, your your media personnel, your VIPs. Today was their day to kind of get in early, get in some of those panels and talk with people. And I was shocked in what I read. And granted, the internet, you take everything with a grain of salt, but some of the stuff that I read, and, and if you, you know, you dig and you read and you continue to read the same thing pretty much there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of interesting things on the Star Wars end um, that are coming out. A lot of exciting things. I mean, that Ahsoka trailer is going to be pretty big. I think tomorrow, like I said, probably Black Panther will steal the show. I mean, out of everything, that'll probably be like the moment. And I, I'm probably, I'm sure they might even hold that for like a Good Morning America release even or something. So that might even break like first thing in the morning. But um, yeah, I mean, that Ahsoka, they, did you see anything about that DP? Somebody has like steals that they they shared I, it today. I seen like a little bit. I seen like a like a phone version of the trailer and everything. Yeah, I'm assuming so. they're going to show a whole lot more than that. I'm hoping, you know. Yeah. But I'm mean, the 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 scene at the end of the trailer with the the mural and everything was like the big highlight. So uh, I can't wait to actually see it in 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 you know in um, full form. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, but yeah, guys, another episode in the books with us. You know, DP, what, what do you got uh, moving forward with us this week? What's on the schedule coming up here? So we looks like we're going, next, we're going to get volume four of like the 2015, 2016. So we're going to go into the next volume. And then we're going to like talk about a little bit more of the SDCC stuff, you know? So correct. Yeah. So that'll definitely, definitely. And as, as you know, everybody says, and, and Hitch is a big guy with this, we, we, as far as our banners and whatnot, please interact with us on Facebook. I mean, especially tomorrow with the with the Comic Con. I mean, if you guys see anything, put it on the Facebook page. Put it on, you know, follow us. Just message us. I mean, it's cool for us to be able to interact. And the community is not for us to really just react. It's for everybody. That's what makes the community grow. Makes it fun. You know, the banner we have and in discussion. So yeah, let's keep sharing, looping it up. If if anything I'll see, I'll definitely put it up there. But uh, I mean. You know, it's kind of sad. It's my my three AMs DP are done for for a couple of weeks. So I get to sleep <laughs> a couple more weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. A couple more weeks to sleep in. Oh, we're back to, back to yeah, yeah. yeah, get ready to get How back to work. And remember, it, it Ken hasn't been spoiled in the last couple of weeks for you guys. I've been actually checking my phone first thing in the morning for that yep, Ken nothing. text. It hasn't been coming. So nothing, nothing. It won't do it. It's, it's kind of sad. Maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> because it's always one or two of us watching it early but yeah guys I, I appreciate everybody for coming back on again and also like I said you know make sure and, and DP has said this make sure you're watching our other channels we do Marvel reviews um, obviously Miss Marvel was ended um, so we may look to do a review of that I've actually watched it twice um, so yeah it, we have we can have, we'll go through a discussion on that even uh we've obviously discussed the boys and there's a lot of stuff coming out thor just came out um so yeah you know obviously with us being back um there's yeah, we a, might lot, get a lot a lot of stuff we might, might get, so. a, get a session with thor dark world and miss marvel and everything we, we can see what we can do 
Yeah, so yeah, we might uh, give you guys some bonus content as well. I uh, Thor the Dark World. I meant Thor Love and Thunder. Oh my goodness gracious. I don't think I've ever it's actually funny. made it all the way through the Dark World. I think I've fallen asleep at some point every single time I've tried to watch that movie. And I've You probably saw when you saw the ether, right? You saw when you saw the ether. I don't know if I've oh, even made man, it like 20 like minutes into that movie. The movie, man. <laughs> I feel like as soon as the movie starts, I'm just like, all right, it's three o'clock on a on a Tuesday. I guess I'll just start to <laughs> you can't you can't even watch it for free right now on Disney Plus? I it is oh. on there, but I just every time I put it on, I don't know. It's like somebody it's, it's that movie some, you put on when you're going to sleep. No, it's yeah. like it, it's just like some Scandinavian witch comes in with sleeping powder and just and that's all. I don't know. It's it's Maleficent. And it's like you're on an endless sea, and I'm like, oh that endless sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, maybe we'll do, we, we'll try to bring that up maybe this Monday for you guys. Um, we'll do uh, Love and Thunder and uh, kind of Miss Marvel. We'll do a Marvel recap. It's been a little bit, so we'll pop on there. I mean, I'm sure they'll release a lot of, as we said, the Black Panther trailer, a lot of Phase Force or Phase Five stuff in Marvel they'll be releasing. So we'll do a review of that as well. So yeah, guys, keep yeah. in keep in touch with us, interact with us, and until next week, guys. This is the way. This is the way. way.